everybody. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 6, Episode 17, the one with Unagi. <laughs> Salmon skin roll. Are you aware that Unagi is an eel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, honestly, rocks. this episode is just packed with so much goodness. It is. And it is. it is like... These are the kind of things that endear me to Ross, even though it is him, like, unable to let something go yet again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is so funny. I don't care. It is. Um, it, yeah, it is. Okay. But there's also some really other good, funny stuff going on outside of just Unagi, even though that is the... I want to start talking about Joey first, if that's okay. okay. Although, so So it opens with... Funny, um, it, do you remember just a few, I can't remember which episode it was, but a few episodes ago, Ross is like, I'm Dr. Monkey. I had a monkey. Oh, yeah. He, the one with the joke. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Dr. Monkey. Because then he's like, remember when I had a monkey? Yeah. What was I thinking? I wonder if it just had come back to mind because of the Dr. Monkey. I don't Maybe. know. But bye, Marcel. Bye, Marcel. That's how we feel. Bye, Janine. Bye, Janine. So Joey, Joey is like, what's with the twenty percent tip? You know what's even better than twenty? Fifty. You know what's even better than? And they're like, what's with the green? See where you're going, Joe. Yeah. Um, I love I, when I, you call him Joe. It's me so too. Funny. I. What's with the green, Joe? I know it is. I love it when, or like. Well, no, Rachel says when she was, what's up, Joey? But I do like it when they call him Joe. I think it's fun. Um, he is greedy because he needs new headshots. And apparently they're very expensive. <laughs> and he blacked out some teeth in one of them. Why do you do <laughs> that? But why do I only have two left? Good for him. He's working at the coffee shop right now. Um, mm-hmm. And he's obviously trying to kind of like keep putting himself out there to get more acting gigs. So good on you, Joey. Um, yeah, have you ever, I've never had to have headshots taken. I'm not an actor. Um, no, other than your brief stint as Michael, Michael's beautiful son and, uh, your uncredited, completely cut out. What did I say, son? (laughs) Sorry. I mean, Michael is a boy's Um, name, so it's fine. (laughs) Um, and your uncredited role in that webisode that you got cut out of. Oh, yes. As um, best friend slash cannot flirt girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I actually, I wish you would have told that story in the one where Joey's on, um, what is it? NYPD Blue or something. Oh, Sam the one where he's Waterford, like. And he gets cut oh, yeah. out and his grandma's there. Um, <laughs> that would have been some real life. Uh, I'm because I'm I'm in that body bag. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm in that body bag. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't think I've ever, I've never had to get headshots. I've had a couple taken for like work, but not in like a print them out in different poses. On yeah, good stock. point. And like smile um, and now don't smile and now look pensive and now put your hair up and now down. Yeah. Oh, bless. Actors, how do you do it? It sounds hard. It sounds hard. Yeah. It sounds like so much work and so much having to like, you've always got to be hopeful and ready and expecting the best, but prepared for the worst. And that just sounds yeah. really tough. Yep. Anyway. Oh, thanks. Um, Joey's thinking about what he can do for money 
same Joe, and he decides to do some medical experiments. Um, maybe they want his like blood or spit or something. I, maybe it was some, like spit. Oh. <laughs> and so, um, is this cut out in this one? I can't remember. Is this the one where he goes? Because he's like, oh, I used to do medical experience, and Chandler goes, oh, that explains so much. And he's like, no, remember that sweater I got you? And he was like, that's how you paid for it? And he's like, no, that's what I was wearing when I donated sperm. <laughs> or is yeah. that is that this one or is that the one where that Monica... One. Are you sure it's not the one where Monica goes to the sperm bank? Oh, now I can't remember, honestly. But they there are there's nothing cut out of this episode. This is a pristine masterpiece <gasps> that they could not cut anything out of. Wow. Oh, my gosh. We I should know. have a name for it's those so type rare. of episodes. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. That is our full episode alert. <clears throat> that's exciting because that's rare. <laughs> it is very rare. The networks chose capitalism over uh, <laughs> over comedy. So I'm glad that this time we got our full perfect episode. Nothing cut out mm-hmm. for ads. Um, okay, so maybe it's, so it must be the one where Monica visits the sperm bank. And that's what Joy says. Anyway, yeah, I think you might be right. So he goes to the clinic. And he's like, hey, just checking to see if you've got any experiments starting. <laughs> and the girl's like, no, sorry. And he's like, but what yeah, about... I'm like, is she from Montrose, Minnesota? I mean... Montrose, Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. It's a twin experiment. Identical twins only. That one's only for identical twins. And he's like, but it's $2,000, which I have to <laughs> right. imagine is like what his rent costs in that two-bedroom apartment yeah. in New York City, in Manhattan. Why don't they live in Brooklyn? That's what I want to know. But I guess it's pre, pre-glow pre up of Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. So, and it, yeah, anyway. Um, so he's like, where can I find? Oh, yeah, then he does the like, what about this one? <laughs> Uh, results of the uh, hitting on the attractive medical receptionist. receptionist. We already got the results back and they're not good. <laughs> good one. She didn't miss a beat. I like when Joey gets turned down once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he nice takes it see. in stride too. Yeah. When he's like, all right, what are you going to do? See you later. So anyway, so he's he's sitting in a room full of guys that look like him and he's like, where can I find an identical twin? Now. I'm going to take a pause just like me because now that we've seen the reunion, we know this is so I loved this little piece of trivia. Do you want to reveal it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Joey's in the room with guys that look just like him going for, I don't know, a motorcycle jacket ad or something like that. Um, Cigarettes. I'm not sure. And he meets Carl. Damn it, Carl. Damn it, Carl. Carl was the original second choice for Joey. Which... In the TV show Friends. And he came back to play Joey's twin. Don't you... Okay. I have to give huge props to this actor. To Carl. I looked up, but now I can't remember his name because I did not write it down. And it must be... So remember we, like, I don't know, would you do this? Like if they were, I guess the show is a massive hit. And so it'd be good to be able to even have like a small part on it. Well, yeah, Um, I'm guess, my guess is that Carl, I don't recognize Carl from anything else. Well, I looked up Uh, what else Carl's is in. What else is Carl in? Carl did not do nothing, put it that way. Um, But 
So I looked him up. I, okay, we'll just start talking about him, even though it hasn't actually Mighty Ducks 4 and The Hills Have Eyes 2. <laughs> um, the Wiggles. No, he was in My Big Fat Greek <laughs> Wedding. Oh, who he, is he? He plays Nick Portacolos. The brother. Portacolos. I only saw My Big Fat Greek Wedding once Aww. a long time ago, and I feel like I might have fallen asleep because I don't. Oh, it's really cute. Yes, I, I do remember that. Everyone says so. But um, yeah, is Nick the brother? Yes, because they're like Nick, Nicky, Nick, Nicholas. And oh, yeah, you haven't seen it. Um, right. Yeah. Nicole. Oh, so, yeah. so he plays Nick. Oh, is it Portocolis? Okay. or different. Portocol. Do you know how to pronounce it? I think it's Portocolis. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it. I think it's Portocolis, but I don't okay. really. I, I'm not going to sign any not sure no okay (laughs) and apparently he was in the 2019 rambo which must have i mean that was recent so that must have been some sort of rambo remake the hills have eyes too but um (laughs) yes so he did not do nothing but obviously he didn't like go on to start his own sitcom and so part of me is thinking like oh my gosh like i mean obviously matt leblanc is just chef's kiss right like Yes. I, we say this all the time, but like Matt LeBlanc is just perfect for this type of like sitcom humor. Like he does it so well. But I guess we don't know what Carl would have brought to the role. We don't. Um, and I have to say, like I'm thinking about my Big Fat Greek Wedding now. And it's right around this time. Like I want to say it was like two. Th- it was when we were in high school. So anywhere 2000 to 2004, somewhere in there. Um, which is the same, you know, kind of timeline we're looking at right now. This is the year 2000. That's right. When this show is on. So it's a, it's close-ish to the same time, but Carl looks so much older than, than Joey looked. Oh, well, yeah. Than Joey too. Um, also fun fact, Joey Fatone is in that movie as the cousin. Oh, yeah. I think I remember that. Was um, that his only acting maybe, role? Maybe, yeah. Hmm. What's, what's JC up to these days? I want to know. He was my fave from NSYNC. Oh. JC Chasse. I always liked the, the like, sweet heartthrobby one. Not heartthrob. Not the, like, one you were supposed to like, because Brian was my favorite from Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. The he was obviously one. Like, no, the sensitive one, I think, was... Actually, I don't... Who would have... Howie would have maybe been the sensitive one. Yeah. Brian was, like, I think, like, the all-American boy. And I think JC might have been the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Nick... What's his name? Was supposed to be, like, the heartthrob. Yeah, Nick and and Justin were, like, the heartthrobs. Yeah, you're right. And JC and Brian were like boy next door. Yes. Like boyfriend material. Yes, yes, yes. And then then, AJ and uh, who was the bad boy in in NSYNC? I guess Joey? It wouldn't have been Chris? Which one was the oldest one? Chris. He was like 30. Oh, okay. So that would have been Kevin. Yeah, he's the older brother type. So then Howie and Lance Um, were the sensitive ones? Oh, no. I think yeah, JC might yeah, have been yeah. the sensitive you're one. Right. Maybe you're right. No, 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 no. Lance, Lance and Howie both had the low voice, right? 
No, no, no. Um, I learned this recently, and we will get back to Friends in a second. But um, <laughs> apparently when they first put Backstreet Boys together, Howie was supposed to be the lead singer because oh. he he has like a very like smooth um, – he's a great singer. He actually, I think, did the high parts. Kevin did the low oh. parts. Um, baby. Yeah, baby. You got to believe me or whatever. <laughs> but um, – yeah, Howie, it was supposed to be Howie and Brian, but then oh. I th- I think it was Howie and Brian, um, but then they changed it last minute because Nick was young and had like, or maybe it was supposed to be Howie and Nick, but they swapped out Howie. So so he got recruited to Backstreet Boys thinking he was going to be like the one of the lead singers. And then like mm. at the last minute, they were like, actually, we don't like your sound. And that's why I thought they swapped in Nick because he's got kind of that whiny like... You want it to be good, girl. Get yourself a bad boy. Yeah, exactly. And like, <laughs> bye bye, like that stuff. But oh man, love me some VSV. Am but, I original? <laughs> I do love that meme that pops up every once in a while. That's like, I can't stop thinking about that time that Backstreet Boy asked his pals if he's sexual, and they all were like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or have you seen the one where it's like me at the school dance and it's like 12 year olds, you know, in oh, the gym. Oh, I love and that. And it's like, like am I sexual? Bye, bye. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> 12 year olds at the gym. It was us. We're like dancing it, and we're like, am I sexual? Am yeah. I sexual? You betcha. <laughs> you betcha. Super sexy. <laughs> um, it's oh, so funny when you think about the fact now that like, you know that there's some Swedish dude that has written like yes. every popular, yes, every Katy Perry song, every Britney Spears hit, every NSYNC and Backstreet Boys song. It's like one 50-year-old Swedish dude who's like, no wonder the English isn't correct half the time. It's like, huh? Yeah. If you listen back, it is like, oh, it, the, some, the way they say some of these are like really weird. Really weird. Yeah. Oh, so funny. Anyway, good good props to that Swedish guy. So so back to um my big fat Greek wedding and then back to Carl. So so um Chandler and Monica like come out to their kitchen one night. I can't remember it's because they hear noise or they're just coming out, but then they see this guy and he's like, Hey, what's up, Chan? What's up, Mon? And they're like, What on earth? And he's like just getting a beer how are you doing how are you doing <laughs> no no hey, no Mon. It's, hey, Jan. <laughs> it's how you doing damn it carl and, and they're I looking at joey like their faces just kill me it's so funny because he just to him it's like he's like sorry about carl who the hell is carl <laughs> oh did i not mention <laughs> oh, pizza we like we pizza. like pizza carl but so Joey has this idea that he can hire Carl to play his identical twin for this experiment. The only problem is that Carl ruined it the for us last only time. Only problem? Yeah. <laughs> this is what is this not going to be? Another what is it Doritos commercial? Minute made. Minute, Minute made, made fiasco. <laughs> Minute made fiasco. <laughs> I just have to give props to Carl because to come back and to play the like poor cousin of the role that you were supposed to have takes like really having a good sense of humor and like 
being able to kind of not have so much pride and ego that you're like, no, I'm not going to play the like Joey stand in. That was supposed to be me. Like, I don't know. I just think he does a great job and he does this role hilariously as well. He really does. Joey. (laughs) What are you not going to do? Well, I'm not going to talk because. (laughs) (laughs) And so they get to the. So they get to the stu- sorry about Carl. So they get to the study and the doctor's like this is a study for twins. I know. $2000. $2000. But you're not identical twins. Damn it, Carl. Damn it, Carl. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. I'm Joey. How are you doing? Uh, we love you, Carl. Props to you. We love you, Carl. Really a fan of people not taking themselves too seriously. Totally. He is breezy. Great. You know, we were talking about this before, and you were saying that you are high maintenance and very much not low maintenance, but self-aware. You definitely don't take yourself too seriously. Like, yes, you like to win. And yes, you... I mean, I wouldn't say high maintenance. I would say like type A because you can really get crap done, which I find a very high quality characteristic in a person. And that's why I love you. Plus other things. But you also like you don't take yourself too seriously. Like you can make fun of yourself. You can you can laugh. I don't know. I feel like you're good at this. That's all. This isn't I'm not roasting you. Don't worry. <clears throat> no, that's nice. And here's an example of me making fun. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> um, okay. So Chandler and Monica. Chandler and Monica. It is yeah a week past Valentine's Day or something, and um, <laughs> Chandler's like, "What should I get Monica for Valentine's Day?" And Rachel's like, "Well, Valentine's Day was a month ago, so don't get her a watch." Or a calendar or something like that. And he's like, no, she was working. So we've decided we're going to do it. But like, we have to make presents. We agreed. Do you think this was to be like cute or to save money or what? Um, I'm guessing it's probably because they didn't really need anything. And they just thought it would be fun to do something different. Do you guys celebrate Valentine's Day? You and Matt? I mean, yeah, we acknowledge it. I'm not like, Valentine's Day, you know, (laughs) manufactured holiday. Yeah, yeah. You know. I've always liked Valentine's Day just because it's fun. You know, what's not fun about, like, I love my friends, I love my husband, I love my cat. Like, you know, it's fun. (laughs) Um, We typically have wine club on or near Valentine's Day for Galentine's Day, which is really fun. Um, and then this year for Valentine's Day, we celebrated up really big. Um, I went over to my friend's house and she gave me a manicure. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'll, it was actually like a group of friends. We were all like, our husbands will not care if we don't. Yeah. So I would say that we... Um, Nobody is like, I think I got Matt a card. I think he got me a card. Might have gotten each other something little. You know. Yeah. Why not? I'm all, I'm all for a good celebration for any reason, but there's no uh, like pressure or like 
big thing. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, I will take any excuse to celebrate. Um, so, you know, works for me. Do you guys celebrate it? Um, no, we don't. We don't. We're also like, we're not like, oh, Valentine's Day was manufactured by the card company. Like, but we just, you know, Ben's not a real celebratory guy. Um, And I've just never really cared about Valentine's Day personally. I've, and to be honest with you, I find it like, I don't like to make a big deal about not celebrating it because I feel like that is also like the whole point about not is to not make a big deal for me. Um, mm-hmm. I've celebrated it before. I've accidentally, I, I think I've told this story on this podcast before, but I had a guy friend come to Chicago. He, I can't remember where he lived, <laughs> yes. but, um, he was a friend from college and, and not like, not like a close good friend from college. I, it was from when I went to, um, the university of Florida my first year. And so like, he was mm. a nice guy. He was, he was always nice to me. We kept in touch a little bit, but like, not tons. We certainly weren't like best friends, but it was just like, he was like, Hey, I'm going to be in Chicago. And I was like, Oh, awesome. It'd be great to see you. And he was like, yeah, cool. How about like Tuesday? I'll, we'll, we'll go out to dinner. And I was like, sounds good. Cause he was going to be there for the week or something. And then as it came close, I was like, Oh no, Tuesday's Valentine's day. And I don't know if mm-hmm. he did that on purpose or if that was just like the one night he had free while he was there that week. But, um, we ended up going out to, he like, came and picked me up or I can't remember what happened, but I, it was like, we went out to some like, I don't know how to describe it, but Chicago has all these like old school fancy restaurants, you know, like, yes, yes. Like a nineties steak dinner. Kind of. Yeah. But it was like, I feel like it was like this place had been fancy, like from like the 60s, 70s and 80s type thing. You know what I mean? Like, an Al Capone mm-hmm. establishment type of a place. Yes. Maybe it was only the 90s. I don't know. But so so all that to say, it was packed. So thankfully, he had made a reservation. Um, but we got there. It was packed with all of these couples on Thanksgiving dinner. And I was just like feeling so self-conscious and uncomfortable because this is just a guy friend who I did think had a crush on me in college. Um but I, it wasn't reciprocal, and he was just a nice guy. And so I just remember feeling really uncomfortable. I wasn't good at articulating, like, awkward stuff. You know, like, I, I wasn't good at kind yeah. of, like, like, I don't know. Now I think it's fine to just kind of be like, oh, hey, like, you know, yeah, like, happy to do, like, you know, something casual, though. I, you know, I don't know. There's ways I could do it now, but I, I couldn't then. I couldn't articulate it. And so we, like, had this whole meal. It was, like, we had every course and like he'd ordered like a bottle of wine. We tried to get something and I think he was just trying to make a joke, but like the waiter was like, "Oh, sorry, we're out of whatever whatever." And he was like, "Oh, come on, dude, are you serious?" Like I can't remember if he was trying to make it be funny or if he was actually giving the waiter a hard time, but mm. it might have been cuz I was already uncomfortable that I read it as not funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Did he also whole- bring like a plant um, but no, not the bottom of a plant, just like the flowers cut off, um, all bunched <laughs> together and like, um, I just can't like remember. some, <laughs> some, um, thing he found, it was like metal with like a stone in the middle. It was a circle. Um, Renee, I am not that bad. <laughs> I am not that bad. I just bad. think people are more in love with you than you realized. 
Well, I admitted that I think he did have a crush on me years prior. And maybe he thought something was going to happen. I don't know. Again, he was a nice guy. He paid for our dinner. It could not have been cheap. But I was just really uncomfortable. And I remember afterwards, he was like, do you want to go? And I was like, no, I'm going to go home. I'm tired. And so I was probably not as nice about it as I could have been. But I was just uncomfortable. But I just remember feeling like I got tricked into going out on Valentine's Day. Um, You were bamboozled. I was bamboozled. I, too, was hoodwinked, bamboozled. Um, Who should I say tricked me into going out on Valentine's Day? (laughs) Anyway, um, no. I also kind of feel like I... I don't, I wouldn't want to force a gift. I did love our Galentine's days that we used to do in college. Mm-hmm. Is that a Parks and Rec thing? Is that where we learned that? Uh, we did it before it was Galentine's Day. We just all were single. <laughs> That's right. We didn't call it Galentine's though, did we? No. We just went out to no. dinner and gave each other presents. Yeah. Yep. I like that. I think that's fun. Yeah. It was fun. Um, But yes, I also kind of think like... I don't expect Ben to get me stuff. I do tell him that he should buy me flowers, but instead he grows them for me in the garden, which is very sweet, it's but nice. seasonal. So <laughs> seasonal. lean, lean, lean around the wintertime. Lean, um, <laughs> lean, lean. Um, but yes, so, okay, so Chandler is like, oh, I've got to make her something and and what is um oh Joey's like oh you should like take her you know like to a massage, couple's massage or whatever and he's like oh that's nice but we said we'd make them and he's like yeah also crotchless panties <laughs> I know and at first everybody's like Joey that's such a good idea how sweet yeah and also crotchless and of course, panties and he's like no we have to make it and he's like you don't know how to make crotchless panties you just get a pair of scissors <laughs> Oh gosh, and he's like as, as nice so as that sounds funny. to her boyfriend and her brother. <laughs> um, and so then Phoebe is like, "Oh, I know." Um, oh, he's like, "I tried to make something out of paper mache. I made a nothing. I paper macheed one of my eyes shut." And Phoebe's like, "I started making these sock bunnies." Oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> and it's Rachel's like, "That is my sock." She's like, now it's your little bunny friend. And Chandler is like, yeah, okay. And then he like is at home running around and like sticking things and other things. And he like pulls a, he like sticks something through a paper cup. And then he like pulls a, a, a wire hanger. And I don't know, this just bothers me because I know he doesn't know what to do, but like, I really like giving gifts. I actually think I'm quite good at it. Don't, if you're out there and I've given you a gift you didn't like. I'm not saying every gift I've given is an A+. But I do really like to give gifts because I like to think what matters to this person. Like, what's something that they would like and would be special to them? And I think that was the whole point of making something was supposed to be that it was supposed to be special. And he's just like running around like a crazy person, not at all thinking about Maybe he's just finding this really difficult. But if I had to make something for Monica, I thought about this. I would like, I mean, you could write a note. That's making something. You could take some of the pictures of you two together and make a little scrapbook. A frame, yep. You could, um, yeah, he could have like handmade a frame would have been really nice. You could make her a meal because she's always the one cooking. So you could make a nice dinner for her. You could 
do like a homemade like spa night, like make, you know, something like that. I don't know. I guess they didn't really have Google back then, did they? Although he did have that cool computer. He could have figured out how to like make a nice spa night or make a bathtub night for her or something, a bubble bath. Or like, I, honestly, he could even like make a bowl of potpourri for her. But yeah, those so all seem options. like good gifts for Monica. Agreed. I think you should give her a Valentine's Day gift. Thank you. Um, I also like when he goes over to Ross's and is like, do you have anything that looks homemade? And he's like, how about this rocket? Your love lets me orbit around three times and then safely land back on Earth. And he's like... Returns to Earth safely. (laughs) I like how he's like, I can't give her this. It says Captain Ross on the side and I hate Monica on the bottom. (laughs) so funny it's just it just cracks Uh, me up that like monica and ross are adults but like just the sibling rivalry is just still so funny well i mean he made it when he was a kid that's true but the fact that i hate monica made it onto the rocket is really funny i hate monica captain ross (laughs) on the side oh um so um so he comes, and we do get a little glimpse that she's also, because he's like, oh, honey, do we have to make the whole present? And she's like, yeah, why? Did you forget? And then he's like, no, no, just got to go pick it up or something. And she's like, yeah. And then he leaves, and she's like, shoot, make the presents. Oh, why did make we say we would make the presents? And so she's obviously forgotten as well. Yeah. This is a good example of um communication errors because clearly uh-huh. neither one of them actually want to do this um they just think that they like they have to to show their love for the other yeah. one yeah matt and i made presents once um for christmas because it, the, our first christmas actually we had just gotten married and so we spent all our money on getting married mm, and mm, that'll happen so rather than we did stocking stuffers and then we made each other a gift what did you guys yeah, make each he, other? He built me a house. And you wrote him a, ra- a rap? And and I, yeah, wrote him a rap. Um, but it was a silent rap, so it was just me bobbing along to some music <laughs> that I don't have the rights to. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I made him a leather passport holder. Oh, that's cool. Me, yeah, it was. It actually turned out really good at the expense of my fingers. I was like bleeding. Um, sewing leather is very hard. <laughs> so how did yeah, you do that? Had, did you have to like go I, somewhere? I went to a leather store and got scraps and um, used a... I don't remember. I think there might have been a special knife to cut it, or maybe I just used like a box cutter. I can't actually remember now. And then to, so it was like one big piece for the back of the passport thing, and then two little sides to like tuck the sleeves in, you know? So those are what I had to sew on. And I had to use an, I think it's called an owl now. I can't remember. Yeah, an owl, an A W L. An owl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Um, I'd use an awl to puncture holes. And so you'd puncture the hole and then sew it. It's like with like a, um, it's like a waxed thread, I think. So, yeah. So that's how I did it. That's fun. So you didn't make a wallet. You made a passport holder. 
I also made him, like, I had another scrap left over, and so I made him a very janky card holder that I was like, I don't expect you to use this. This is shoddy workmanship. This is shoddy carpet. What did he make you again? Sorry, I forgot. He made me a trunk, like a like Oh, a bench. cool. Yeah. He yeah. built you a house, and you... Yeah. <laughs> gave him a high five. Yeah. Gave him I made a him a high five. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is so funny. Um, yeah. Standard. I don't think I've ever made a gift for a boyfriend. I'm not... So good with my hands. But yes, Ben has grown me flowers, which is very nice. They're also a little bit for him, which is okay. Anyway, um, yes, you're right. This is where communication would have been good. Uh, uh, Usually for like birthdays and um, Ben and I don't do Christmas presents. We don't actually really do presents because I was trying to drop hints that I wanted an electric toothbrush for Christmas because I was like, I don't need expensive stuff. Do you know what I mean? And he mm-hmm. just bought it for me. He was like, it was like $30, Ashley. Just take it. <laughs> um, so that was just an October present. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, I don't really, I mean, we've gotten each other gifts over the years for sure, but nothing major. And I feel like we'll like go out to a nice dinner or he, he tends to like, he'll buy me like a really nice bottle of champagne or something like that for my birthday. Like Mm -hmm. he got me in, he got me a big bouquet of flowers and a nice bottle of champagne for my birthday this year. That's nice. And then paid for some other stuff that I can't remember. Yeah, it was. We um, rented a house out on Waiheke Island, which is this beautiful island full of wineries for those of you that Renee knows. She already knows. Oh, I know. She's been there. Big fan. She's enjoyed. <laughs> Big fan. Um, and we, when we got to the Airbnb, there was like this beautiful bouquet of flowers waiting on the doorstep, which was so sweet. That is sweet. Um, okay. So Chandler's freaking out, not sure what to do, pulling the wire hanger, grabs a pair of underwear and scissors, and then decides he can't do it. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and so then he, I mean, he's really reaching too, because Monica is like, wrapping the present in the lounge as we speak and so he like reaches into the closet and is like oh my gosh a mixtape perfect finds this mixtape runs out and she's like okay you go first and he gives it to her and she's like oh my gosh a mixtape so sweet does it have the way you look tonight on it he doesn't know he can't remember what he don't know (laughs) he don't know so he's like we'll just have to find out and she's like okay open mine and it is Phoebe's sock bunny. And she's like, remember that one time I called you bunny? Well, I did. And I, I want to start doing it more. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Monica. So it's just she- really funny because he knows. Yeah. And he's like, you know, huh? Mon- Phoebe make No, what Phoebe makes her sock rabbits. This is different. And then she feels like she's been caught and um she's she's like feels really really bad about this because she feels like he put in all this effort even though I mean making a mixtape is not tons of effort but I guess a little bit before Napster and you know it was a tape so it wasn't anyway a burned CD but um she's like I will do anything I'll cook anything you want in there and I'll do anything you want in there and points to the bedroom. And he's like, well, I did spend a lot of time on the tape. <sighs> oh, Chandler. Yeah. This so, is his opportunity to come clean. And he 
drives no, no. right past that exit. Drives right past that exit and decides to just use the, just to capitalize on this one, all for personal yeah. gain. All for his personal gain. So she's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, whatever, steamy. And then she's, oh, the, I, their cake's ready. That's when they go out and they find Carl. <laughs> Cake's hey, Mon. Hey, Chan. Hey, Chan. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carl. Um, and oh, so then, so, good. so the, I mean, but it carries on because then the next night she's like, night number two of all of your favorite meals, macaroni with cut up hot dogs. And he's like, you're doing too much, you know. He's and she's realizing like, that he's screwed. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm going to take you out to the store and buy you that what is it that leather bag you wanted or whatever leather jacket that leather jacket black or brown get the brown one yeah so you know what i think i would have done if i was chandler tell me destroyed the tape when why between night one and night two why would you have destroyed it or listened to it and found out if it was going to get you in trouble or not yeah well Chandler is not so good with the thinking through things. He's just enjoying his sex and cake. His spoils, yes. His, <laughs> his spoils. Um, yes, that is that is true. I would have been like, seriously, stop. It, 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 can I be honest with you? I just found this tape. I actually forgot as well. Because, you know, she feels like a bad person. She feels like she didn't put as much effort into their relationship. So that's why she's yes, like and- guilt, sex, and caking. Right, but like <clears throat> she came clean, and for him to not come clean is like, yeah, mm, betrayal. Yeah, exactly. So he should have been like, no, seriously. I also I just found this tape. Let's just relax. Uh, yeah, agreed. She needs to be let off the hook, but he's not letting her off the hook. He's just take, 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 take. So, um, so then she's like, and I thought for a romantic dinner music we could listen to the mixtape. And so then The Way You Look Tonight starts playing, and she thinks it's so sweet. I love the way you look every night, Chandler Bing. Oh, my gosh. Janice. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He could not be more screwed. And then he's like, no, you're the sweetest. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And then he's like, oh, are, are we going in the bedroom now? I am. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. And then and then he like is like, I'm so, so, so sorry. Please forgive me. And she decides to because she's a very kind and patient woman. Much bigger person than him. Than him. Much. And then my funny Valentine. <laughs> Oh, Janice, I just love to sing. <laughs> I just love to sing. Would you like me to sing Careless Whisper or Lady, Lady in Red? Okay, so I know how Careless Whisper sings, but what? How, what's Lady in Red? I feel like we've talked about this before, and I don't actually know. Oh, Lady in Red. It's weird because both of them are about, like, a lost love. Affairs? Yes. Good point. If you guys don't know, I freaking love Careless Whisper. Uh, not just you. I was about to say, if you guys don't know, yeah. Careless Whisper is we kind of Renee and I's song. It's kind of our thing. Uh, what my dream, sex. my dream when Ashley lived in Chicago was for me to come 
through the tunnel at the airport and one of the the like well it wasn't your dream it's that it almost happened once because there was like a street musician at o'hare playing and i was i was gonna pay him five dollars to play careless whisper Mm -hmm. when he saw us coming but i think i can't remember if it was like how are we gonna time this because i didn't know what time you were gonna like be done at baggage claim or so i or i was like oh he'll just like take the money and leave which who cares it was five dollars but yeah it didn't fully happen i we still got to make that dream happen one of these days um, sm- yeah. small, small side note. There is a show, and I was going to say a new show, but maybe it's only new to New Zealand on Netflix called AP Bio. Have you heard of it? I've seen like a picture of the cover. Like the cover. Yeah. The, the still or whatever. Yeah. So I was watching it the other day and it, it hasn't hit its stride for me yet, but I kind of feel like it's one of those like, um, what's the one with Mindy Kaling? The Mindy Project or like one of those where- oh, yeah. The, the writing is like a bit, you know, the characters aren't quite quite there yet and the writing's not quite there yet, but it's definitely got potential Yeah. Um, because I've only watched like the first two or three episodes, but it's basically like this teach, this guy is like a Harvard, he was a professor at Harvard, something, but he's like a real narcissist, just like obsessed with himself, has no empathy, can't see anything from any else, anyone else's point of view. He ended up getting like kicked out of Harvard um, for something, and he was supposed to get a job at Stanford as the philosophy professor, but he got like passed over. And so now he's teaching high school in Toledo, Ohio. That's Toledo's in Ohio, right? (laughs) Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, Yes. So he is now a high school teacher at this school in Toledo, and he's like... I'm teaching AP bio. And so the, like the class is full of a bunch of like, quote unquote, nerds. Um, and at one point they're like trying, he's like, he, he's just like really angry. And he's like, I have to teach you guys until I can like convince Stanford to take me as their professor. So he's like, not really caring, but of course right. they like want to learn. And so in one, in one of the episodes, they were like, okay, we're going to write oh. a rap to convince him <laughs> to teach us. And he's like, no, 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 stop it. Stop it. Don't ever surprise me with a rap song. And then they hear this like coughing in the closet and he opens a closet and it's this one guy with a saxophone and he's like, your your rap song had a saxophone <laughs> solo. And then they're like trying to break in another episode. They're trying to like break into the school computer and that same guy, they're like, okay, like, let us know if you see somebody. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll keep lookout. And if I see somebody, I'll play Baker Street. And they're like, we don't know Baker Street. And he's like, oh, I think you know it. And then like, I wish it was Careless Whisper. It's not, oh, but. It's funny. But Baker Street's a good backup. It was a good backup. I actually, it's, um. The main guy is from Always. It's Always Sunny. Oh, okay. And Lorne Michaels is the executive producer. So there's at least one um, SNL guy that's like made gotcha. a small appearance. And it's, do you know what? It reminds me of the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt because my favorite character is this like mm-hmm. side character. Titus is my favorite character in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. But um, it's the like this lady who plays the office uh-huh lady Helen and she has like a real a real one of these kind of accents oh she's so funny 
I'm here to save the day. And as Principal Ridley would say, handle it, Helen. <laughs> oh, it's really funny. I, I think you should watch it. <laughs> Add to Q. Okay. So <clears throat> I don't remember why I started talking. Oh, because of the sexy sax. Yes. yes. Janice ruining Valentine's Day slash Chandler actually ruining Valentine's Day. Oh, it was Chandler. It was Chandler's fault. Okay. We're going to move on because I need to call something out that you mentioned. Oh. I think last oh. episode or two episodes ago because last time was a two-parter. Remember how we were talking about how cute Phoebe's um, sharp bob was and you yeah. said it's her actual hair and they had put her in wigs? Yeah very obvious in, in this. this one yeah. and, you were, and you were saying you were like I do I have I do remember thinking that Phoebe's hair looked weird mm-hmm. and so I noticed it in this one and I was like oh my gosh that wig is terrible it's terrible it's like very straw like poorly it's so straw like poor Lisa Kudrow she was so much cuter than they were letting her be I know but I do agree anyway, with the thinking behind it Phoebe having long hair yeah like yeah, she wouldn't have that like sharp power power icon, yeah, high exactly. fashion bob. <clears throat> Fair enough, I agree with that too. But uh, anyway, um, so Phoebe and Rachel take a self defense class, and they come back. You want to watch me self defend myself? So, <laughs> um, they come back feeling so empowered, and they're like, "I could kick anyone's ass." And Ross is like, "Uh huh." <laughs> Classic Ross. Have you ever taken a self-defense class? I feel like I did, but I actually can't remember. Did you and Kim take one? This is sounding familiar. Yeah, it sounds familiar, doesn't do, it? Do, I don't know. Do, 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 do. I've got Baker Street stick um, in my head. <laughs> I don't do, know if I actually have, though, now that I think about it. Because I'm like... If someone attacked me, I literally have no idea what to do. So either it didn't take or I didn't take the class. I mean, taking one class doesn't necessarily mean you're prepared for an attack. I I do kind of I feel know, but like, I feel like I would at least have some like Oh, that's right. I got yeah, yeah. brain memory. You know, you'd have like something being like, Well, you know you wanna get in front of them. I don't know. Like I feel like I'd have some sort of basis. Kind of like CPR. Like I don't really remember how to do CPR, but I do remember some of the, you know. Yeah. Pieces of the puzzle. Yeah, that makes sense. So my guess is no, I have not taken a self-defense class. I know. I don't think that there are any game show contestants that whose you ass I could, could kick. kick. Um, they're all pretty old now, so I think you could kick all of their asses. That's but, true. Yeah. Um, I've never taken one. I do feel like I should take one. Yeah. But I also feel like if I was attacked, I feel like I'd be pretty good at defending myself. But I guess you never know. I don't want to find myself yeah. in a situation to have to figure it out. But um, yeah, I do feel like I should take one. But so yeah, of course. I think it's just that if you get, you learn some like quick escapes or quick like pain points. Yeah. Like where to. Because if it's a guy twice your size. Yeah. yeah that's you, where you're really at a disadvantage. Brute strength isn't what's going to do it for you. I mean, we've all learned all the like. I don't wear my hair in a ponytail or a bun. If I'm going to be walking at night, I leave it loose yeah. because it's harder to grab. I We've all learned, like, keep your keys or something sharp in, yeah. your, sharp in your hand. We've all learned to, like, look people directly in the face if you feel like there's somebody kind of weird that's following you or 
you know, in a stairwell or an elevator with you or something. Don't park in a parking garage at night. What else? Um, yeah, all the unfortunate the things that all the basics that we've learned. But yes, um, so Ross, as you mentioned at the beginning, gets all annoying and mansplainy about this. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, look, it's it's one thing to know to like be prepared for an attack that you know is coming, which is true. It's a whole nother thing to be prepared for a surprise. Like a surprise. <laughs> I've studied karate. Mm. And there's a concept. Which I love that they bring that from. From the one that could have uh, been. Yeah. The one yeah. That yeah. Been. It is really good. Um, I studied. And, and there's a Japanese concept called unagi. I'm like, no, isn't that a kind of sushi? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ross. And he's like, no, it is. It's freshwater eel. It's freshwater eel. I would kill for a salmon skin roll. He's like, unagi is a state of total awareness. And Phoebe's like, right. So like if someone's trying to steal your tatami mat or your kettle of fish. <laughs> oh, and so. Oh, so funny. Where Where are they when Ross, does he come over to, where is it when he scares them and he's like, danger and they both scream and is it in the hallway uh yeah i think it is because then she goes okay so we weren't prepared prepared um yeah yeah it was in the hallway and then then they because monica walks out ah unagi Uh, yeah and she doesn't and he goes surprise or danger and she's just like whatever and so then the girls get him back by hiding behind his drapes in his apartment and they scare him and he screams so high-pitched which is so funny and then he's like okay yeah he like admits or whatever and then he tries to get them back but they see him hiding behind their armchair. The and curtain. so Oh, yeah. yeah but, and <laughs> so the then, say it. Say we are Unagi. It's not something you are. It's something you have. <laughs> I could really hurt you. Oh, I love it. Oh, Ross. It's so, so funny. And so I love when he... He goes to the self-defense class and he comes like jogging up out like, of the back. <laughs> like Sean T is there or The Rock. Whoever, whatever buff guy this is. Sean T. He's the guy uh, that does insanity, like the insanity workouts. Oh, I was thinking Billy Blanks, but that was. Billy Blanks is another one. I was just thinking like super fit. Um, like like a like a Terry Crews style person. Yeah, he's yeah. Very but Terry fit. Terry Crews is a teddy bear. I know he's so funny and Terry cute loves and sweet. love. Terry loves love. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so so Ross, great class. So hey, that one move. What would you do next? Well, she'd take her keys. No, 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 not no, woman. no, what no. Would, <laughs> what would you, me, the attacker? Yes, that's right. <laughs> He's so intense. I'm like surprised he didn't get called. The cops didn't get called on him immediately. Yes. I love how he no, like. No, no, they're my friends, and one is also my, my ex-wife. I, I tried to attack two women. <laughs> did not work. I, I do not love work. how he like clearly didn't think about how this was gonna sound. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm getting too deep here, but maybe this <laughs> an exa- is an example because you know we've said that Ross is kind of a misogynist. 
I wonder mm-hmm. if this is one of those things where he thought like, I'll just go talk to this guy and it's a guy. He'll get it. Like he's a guy. He'll he'll yeah. understand. My, he'll automatically take my viewpoint. I mean, and it will. I think that's probably true. Kind of like when guys make like inappropriate sexist jokes or whatever to other guys, but they're like, oh, come on, it's guys. Like they get it. We're automatically going to yeah. like have each other's backs. Ooh, anyway. Well, because the thing is, is that he could just admit that they are Unagi. <laughs> he could. They've bested him twice. Instead, he wants to seek professional help, not for himself, but how to attack them. Yeah. Also, it's like, isn't the point you're supposed to make your girlfriends feel like, not girlfriend, but like, you know, your friends that are women feel protected and safe safe and competent yeah and like couldn't you do that by like helping equip them further not like trying to prove that you can attack them and that they're vulnerable at any moment like probably not the look you should be going for ross anyway no ross is a real peach no no you're right you're laid back so so the he's so the guy's like what and then he's just like obviously that doesn't work so i love at the end during the closing credits when he like sees the back of what he thinks are Rachel and Phoebe's <laughs> heads and he's like nowhere to run and Phoebe and Rachel what a weirdo are, I know creep are having to like sit up by the window because somebody else is sitting at the couch in their spot <laughs> yeah. no Rachel they got there first and so they're <laughs> like what is Ross doing why is he attacking those women and then Phoebe's like, we should help them. And Rachel's like, I don't think they need any help. I don't think they need our help. <laughs> oh, Unagi. And I love when he runs by screaming at the top of his lungs and stops and looks at them and, and points at them and is like, like oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I guess there's more to oh, that. But we've, like little parts. Like when Chandler, ah, Chandler, I sensed it was you. <laughs> <laughs> it was Unagi. Do you know Unagi is Are an eel? <laughs> Unagi is an eel. Oh, such oh, a good episode. I just love that Ross thinks he is like the sensei here because yes. he practiced dance karate. Dance karate um, years ago. For years ago, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just... Girls, you are Unagi. They are Unagi. They are Unagi. But Ross can't admit Say that. It. That would be too hard for him. Say we're Unagi. Oh, man. So good. Renee, you're Unagi. Mm, salmon skin roll. <laughs> ah, salmon skin roll. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love this one. Uh, okay. It's really good. We're going to leave Unagi there for now. We're going to say sayonara to Unagi. <laughs> sayonara. Oh, speaking of uh, the Olympics. Speaking of Japan, that's all. Olympics. Oh. Yep. happening it's relevant yep, um, they, are ha- they are okay they are happening they are unagi um so that was unagi. that was that one next week you guys can join <laughs> that us that was that one that was i just felt like we said unagi a hundred times already um next time the one was next the next one the next one is the next one um yeah. next week is episode 18 the one where ross dates a student Ooh, and we could talk about where we first saw this girl the student. <gasps> Yay, which we've already from. we've already kind of alluded to. Yeah. <laughs> in the medical experiment one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited. I Fun am too. Ahead. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Please go be Unagi and we will see you next week. Bye. See you then. Bye. Bye.